Good evening and welcome to Sweet Blessings, the Anna L. Brothers Show and Podcast, where we come to you to inspire, to encourage, and to empower you to live a healthier lifestyle. So the purpose of this uh, podcast is to uh, provide workshops and speakers and knowledge to people uh, to make their lives better. And so we have been talking about several things uh, over the since the beginning of the year. And I, I'm just about ready to go into my uh, uh, third season. I can't even believe it. I'm just so excited about that. So tonight we are going to talk about uh, schools, versus daycares, okay? And uh, so before I get into uh, that, I do want to uh, remind you that um, you can support me by sending stars. Stars help me earn money to make more com uh, content. I can't talk this evening um, as well. And also, um, I wanted to... Um, let you know that this is my YouTube channel and I'm trying to increase my uh, viewers there. So if you could possibly subscribe to my YouTube channel, I would greatly appreciate it. However, this here is my bit. I'm going to show you my bit. This is my website and um, you can go to this website and you can, um, request to be a guest on my show. You can request to be a sponsor on my show. Uh, you can also um, do uh, advertising. You can do episode advertising. There's many uh, different ways that you can uh, possibly help out in, in this. And you can do all that on that website. However, you can also contact me personally. If you would like, uh, you would con you can contact me at this uh, email. This is my email here where you can uh, contact me if you have any questions or anything like that. Or you can also contact me there if you want to uh, appear on, on uh, my show. I do appear as well on Facebook as well as uh, Instagram. So uh, I do come live on, on those as well. So I got a good um, little program for you this evening talking about schools because we talked about schools and we've been talking about schools since August because, um, you know, people, people are going back to school. So you have, um, you have the, the parents going to work with the daycares, okay, then you have the elementary schools, you have the high schools, you have the college, okay, you have the grad. So everybody in, in some way or fashion is going back is, is, is going back to school. So let me introduce myself because I'm Anna. I'm a retired school teacher. <laughs> I'm an educational consultant. I'm an author. I'm also the proud owner of Sweet Listine's Desserts for all occasions where I teach you how to bake like a pro. And all, uh, uh, also the Jazzy Jewels collection where we put a little jazz in your step with our Jazzy Gems. 
So, but this evening, I am going to talk to you about schools because it's very important. And sometimes people just don't get a chance to do the research on the schools. And by me being a former school teacher, and as I do all of my research and everything like that, I do realize that I'm learning too, because there's some things that I have learned, and I always point those out uh, to you as well. So, what we're going to do now is that we are going to take a brief uh, commercial. And when we come back, I am going to talk to you about uh, schools and daycares. Okay, Just hold on, let me get to it. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. So we're going to talk a little bit about comparing schools and daycares, education versus child care, okay? Because child care is very important, just like education is very important. So I'm going to give you a little insight, just a little insight into that uh, this uh, evening um, as we go uh, through through this. Okay, hold on. I don't think I got the right slide here. Let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up. If I can't pull it up, I'm going to go ahead on with, um, let's see if I, I'm going to go ahead on with my, um, presentation without the PowerPoint. So hold on just one moment. I apologize for that. But we're going to go ahead on with it. We just won't have the PowerPoint uh, presentation. I don't know what happened here that I did not get it. I don't know what happened. Anyway, but anyway, let's talk about the first thing that we're going to talk about um, is uh, education versus care. Okay, so we're going to look at the school. So primarily, um, the focus in the schools is on education and formal learning. They follow a structured curricula, and it is designed to impact knowledge and skills to children. Typically, it runs from kindergarten all the way up to high school and beyond, okay? That's what the ramification is uh, uh, for that. However, the daycares, they focus on providing a safe and nurturing environment for children. Often, it is from infancy to preschool age. Now, while some daycares offer educational activities, their primary role 
is to ensure the well-being and supervision of children while their parents are at work or otherwise, you know, occupied. Okay. So that's how the educational, I guess, component would differ uh, mm. from um, the uh, other, the regular school system. So then the next thing is uh, the age group. Okay. And sometimes you might not think of these things as being uh, really important, but the typically the schools service children who are old enough for formal education. Usually it starts around age five or six, and that that depends on whatever country you're in. But the regular school thing is for formal education. But when we look at daycares, they cater, they cater to a, uh, a broader range of ages. So it includes the infants, it includes the toddlers, and it includes the preschoolers. And even though they did not put that, but most of the daycares have a before school, because some of the parents drop them off and then the daycares take them to the school, but they have a before school and an after school uh, program uh, with them as well. So when we look at the uh, curricula or the curriculum of those uh, of the between the daycare and the schools, there is a little difference. The schools, they follow a structured curriculum that includes subjects like math, science, language, arts, and social studies. And they aim to prepare the students for academic success. Now the daycares may have a less formal curriculum, but it often focuses on basic skills, socialization, and play-based learning, which I am going to agree with that to a certain extent. But by me being an early childhood uh, teacher, the daycare should be developmentally appropriate. And so they should be providing um, lessons or skills that is developmentally appropriate for that child. And it does not necessarily mean that they're not getting the same things that the schools are getting, which they are, but in a different fashion. So when it comes to like um, math, children in the daycares get mad because those are shapes. They have numbers, those, that's math, okay? They're not, and they're adding, they can add. They can take a half an apple and another half an apple and put it together and you got a whole apple. That is math, believe it or not, okay? So uh, they're getting that math. It's just a basic, that's a basic that leads to the education that they're gonna get when they get to the formal school or get their formal education. And it should make it easier uh, for them. Science, okay, you can do all kinds of science experiments. Plants, just uh, uh, ice cream. Those are science experiments. You can do all kinds of things like that to uh, 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 just just to make it fun. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, because I think learning should be fun. That, that that's always been my philosophy. You know, I know that some things you know is not always fun, but I've always believed that. 
if you may learn in fun, it makes it easier to learn and you learn faster. So um, th that's just uh, how I feel about it. Language arts, reading stories all the time. The kids are dictating to you about to read a story and you write it down and read it back. They make books. They do all kinds of things for for uh, uh, language for language arts. And then let's not forget social studies because every month there's something going on that's relating to uh, uh, social studies. Right now, uh, we're in September, so we got Labor Day. Okay? That's part of it. October's coming up. We got Veterans Day coming up. Columbus Day is coming up. Those are things that children learn. That's history. That's what we call social studies. So the things in the daycare are there the same it's the same uh foundation and stuff just at, in schools it's a little more elaborate i i i just that's my, my 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 take on it because you are still giving those babies the same things uh then but it is important very important that there is some socialization there in the daycares and so that children can learn to get along with each other and i think that uh they that that might be something that's kind of missing it's not really missing in the thing but it's just not done in the way that it's done in the early in in, in the early childhood uh uh field and play-based learning is just great and that's what i'm talking about when i talk about that um the science activities and the math activity those are play-based activities that the children uh, a learning, which makes it fun. Uh, and I wish that they would just keep making it fun when they get to the, you know, to the regular, you know, elementary school, because sometimes students lose their interests there or, or somewhat. So we're going to take another brief little commercial, and then I will be back. And I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, the hours of operation. Okay, I'm gonna talk a little bit. I just so hate I don't have my uh, PowerPoint presentation, but it's okay. I had pictures and just all kinds of things of daycares and stuff to show you. But you know, we must all go on. So here is the next. Oh my goodness, the mailman came. I hope my sweet little thing cook is in here. I, I just hope it's in here. Let me see, let me open this up. That's it. That's it. Sweet little thing cookie. That sweet little thing cookie. Oh, I'ma have me a ball now. Let me just get this right here. Little thing cookie. That sweet little thing cookie. Oh yeah. I finally got my cookies. The sweet little thing cookies. Oh yeah. I'ma have fun. This pack is kind of big though. Man, he got a lot of cookies. Oh yeah, this is best. This is the best day ever. I'm trying to tell you, I got my 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 cookies, and I'm gonna eat these cookies, and ain't nobody gonna stop me. Wait, what? Marie, what you doing, man? You can't have those cookies right now. I'm sorry, we about to eat dinner. Once we finish dinner, then you can have those cookies. Go ahead, put them up. Go ahead, put them up. Are you serious, bruh? I got sweet stained cookies, and now I gotta wait for dinner? 
<sighs> Fine, can I at least look at the cookies? Thank you. Oh my goodness, I had waited all this time now. I got to do all this. Ah. Fine. Oh yeah. I got my hands on some sweet little thing cookies. But I can't eat them right now because bruh talking about I got to wait to dinner. Okay, I'm going to do that. But once I finish that, it's going to be on y'all. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bruh talking about cooking some food. All this is is a can of salmon and some frozen biscuits. Bruh cannot cook. I know he don't think I'ma eat this. Ain't no way. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Daddy. Daddy. Where are you? You set me up, homie. You had me about to eat a can of salmon and some frozen biscuits. I'm not down with that. I want my sweet little stained cookies. My sweet little stained cookies. Carrot Is this what I'm saying? I was born by the river. In a little old thing, just like that river, I was running ever since. Mm. 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 Marie, hey man, it ain't what it, not what it thinks. I'm sorry, I was just gonna eat one cookie, but I ate them all. It's not my fault, Marie. I know, I know better than this. You tried to set me up, homie. You had me eating that nasty food, and you ate all the cookies? Finish ah. him. Ah. Ah. No, no, Marie. No, no, Marie. No, no, no. You Well, we are back. We are back. And I just want to say that Carol has said, oh, good, good, good. And then we also have Brittany says she loves this. She loves this. So we're going to get back to our program this uh, evening. And we are talking about uh, schools versus um, uh, daycares. Um, 
and the significance and the focus is, you know, schools and daycares serve different purposes and they have di distinct focuses. And that's what we're kind of, uh, that's what I'm kind of uh, uh, looking at uh, this uh, evening as well. So uh, we are going to talk about the hours of operation. And in a school, um, they typically operate during regular school hours with specific start times and end times, you know, and it varies. Some start at 7.30 and they end at 2. Some start at uh, 8.30, they end at 3. You know, there's a variation, but it is a structured time. There is a beginning time and then there, there, there is an ending time. However, with daycares, it's a little different. They offer, often offer extended hours for accommodating working people or working parents. Now, it includes early morning, evenings, and sometimes it's even on the weekends, okay? And then you have um, those parents that work nights. I've seen there's a lot of variations in in the daycare, so there was a need for um, uh, daycares for parents that worked night, the night shift, you know. So uh, there are all kinds of, uh, uh, there's a lot of variation in the hours of operation uh, for, the, uh, for the daycares. Now, the other thing is, um, I want to talk about the purpose, the purpose of school and the purpose of daycare. So the school prepares students for future academic and career successes by uh, providing them with a comprehensive education. However, the daycares, they prepare a supportive environment and um, for the parents, it's, it's more of a support system for parents who need childcare service while they work or attend to other responsibilities. So, but most uh, childcare centers um, do offer some type of curriculum. Now, when I was teaching and I had a, uh, I taught, because uh, I was in early childhood education, I taught Head Start, and I also taught State Pre-Kindergarten. And our curricula was a creative curriculum. But there was high scope. There's numerous of curriculums that you could use in the daycare system. And you'll find that in the... Um, religious daycares, they use a religious curriculum. And uh, so, uh, you know, like last week I had a guest on and I told you that she had gotten accredited, national credit. And what I, 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 because it was her, we were talking about her, I did not want to uh, talk about being nationally accredited um, 
But there is an organization called the National Association for the Education of Young Children. And what is based in Washington and what they do is that they accredit, give national accreditation for daycares. And it's important that daycares, uh, they're almost like the United States as far as the curriculum. And, you know, this state over here says they're the best and this state over here says they're the best. And this state says their curriculum is, is, is the best. So it's almost like that with... <laughs> with with the daycares, you know. So the National Association for the Education of Young Children has come up with a uh, developmental appropriate practices. I think there's about 10 areas, maybe 10 or, er- 10 or 11 areas that uh, they look at certain criteria that they feel that the daycares should have. Now, keep in mind that these criteria are usually, they're based for everyone in the United States that have daycare. So there is, you know, and we all know that the environment of different daycares change in the areas and all of that. So the criteria has to be uh, set up so that it can cover people here in the urban areas just as well as they can cover people in the rural area or those people who live in the Appalachian areas as well. So, um, when you look, look at that. So my job, when I tell you that I'm an educational consultant uh, for the state, for my state, is that I help those daycares get their accreditation, their national accreditation. And basically what that is, is they, um, it's called um, strategic planning. That's what I'm going to call it. It's called strategic plan. I always have problems with that word. But what they do is the whole site works as a team. And it doesn't matter where you work. And I always tell people uh, this. You can be a a teacher, a teacher aide, you're a human being first, okay? And to me, the daycares emphasizes that because... You can work in the cafeteria, but you can believe that if that site is accredited, they, that person that works in that cafeteria can tell you everything that's going on in that school while it's academic. They're working as a team. It's a team effort. And so uh, so the teachers, the teacher's aide, the, the, all of them, they work as a team. And anyone that comes into that facility should be able to ask, answer any any questions, you know, if you see the custodian doing something, you can ask him because he probably uh, can tell you or direct you in the other uh, manner. So what it does is it gets all the teachers together and all of the the administration together, and they work as a team to develop uh, developmental appropriate practices for the students, as well as developmental appropriate practices for the classrooms, as well as the program. So that when the the assessors come out to look at the sites, uh, they're going to look at all of those uh, criteria. So one of them, I don't can't remember all of them, I'm gonna tell you a few of them, but one of them is relationships. So they're gonna look at the relationships, not just the relationship 
with um, the teacher and the student, but they're going to look at the relationship with the teacher and the administration, with the teacher and the parent. So they're looking at the whole picture. Whereas in the regular school, okay, uh, you will not get that. Okay, they will, you know, they come in, they, in, in fact, I don't even think that they, they do that. But let me, let me put some, I want to put some clarification because there are some schools that have daycares in them. Okay, and I worked at one of those. Okay, so we had a, in fact, we had two preschool programs at my school. We had Head Start. And we had um, state pre-K. And um, Head Start is a federally funded program. It is the only federally, federally funded program in the United States that deals with uh, education and early childhood. And it was brought about uh, in the 60s because they found out that the children were not receiving the proper education that they have. It is based all on income and you have to make a certain amount of money or not make a certain amount of money to qualify for that program. The state pre-kindergarten, however, is a little different. It's not based on income, but it's based on need, okay? Both of them are based on, uh, 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 on need. So um, that's just to give you a little idea. Mm -hmm. And so it is very, very, very important to me that um, I feel that daycares need to be um, accredited, okay? And I'm a firm believer that we need to offer uh, uh, development appropriate practices for our children. If we do that, then when they go to the regular school, they will be on tasks. And the reason that I had that uh, Miss Martin come out was because she is truly an example um, of that um, thing. They have been accredited, national accredited since 2004. And they, you know, you go through it, but then you have to renew it. And so she's renewed and she just renewed this year. She still has her accreditation. She, and like I said, she's received numerous, I mean, numerous rewards. Even the mayor of where the town they are has uh, um, commended her on her efforts. And the students, when they come there to the uh, up school, they, they're just, they're bright. And they want to know what, <laughs> what she's doing there. And uh, she has gone from being in her home uh, into um, a big facility. And I wish I had taken pictures so that you could see some of the uh, dynamics and she that 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 she has done but we are going to <laughs> we're gonna pick another brief commercial and then I am going to come back and I'm gonna just uh, just give you a little um, brief conclusion of our evening this evening and uh, this is one of my favorite commercials, y'all. You know, I, uh, <laughs> you'll see it in a minute. Go.
body, my love, baby. All right. I love that one. <laughs> I love that commercial. All right. You know, I like that. I like the little, I like the beat. I like the beat. But in my conclusion, in the summary for all of these things that I'm talking about with the schools and 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 the, and the uh, daycares, um, uh, schools primarily focus on education, and they service older children, while daycares provide childcare service for a broader age range with a focus on care and supervision. Some daycare facilities may incorporate educational elements, but their main role is to, is to support families by looking after children during the day. Now, we were required to provide developmental appropriate practices when I was teaching in the early childhood. And it was a team. It was not just me. I was just a teacher. I had a teacher assistant. Uh, my program had a social worker. We had a food component. Uh, we had a nurse. It was it's just, it was very elaborate. It was a very elaborate thing. And most daycares have that or they have someone, someone to feel, facilitate that uh, as well. So it's just a little, you know, the children are just a little bit um, uh, younger as opposed to them being uh older uh and so it's an older a different a different in, environment so with that being said i'm hoping that this evening that i have kind of inspired you i hope that i have encouraged you and i'm truly hope that i have empowered you to live a better and a healthier lifestyle now, next week, or, or I, I want to get kind of get into harvest. There's two things I really want to kind of get into is because it is harvest season and, you know, I haven't talked about gardening. So, so I might split it up and talk a little bit about gardening. I really wanted to have someone in to talk about harvesting and all of that. I'm still looking. The person that uh, I wanted, they were not... Um, the timing was not convenient for uh, them. So, um, but then I also wanted to, and, and I might switch it up a little. I wanted to talk about scams. And I don't know if any of you have ever been involved in a scam. And I think that that is something that uh, I've been involved in it on several occasions. Looks like they just don't want to leave me alone, but it is what it is, and I think that it's something that needs to be brought to the forefront uh, just to make not just seniors aware of it, but everyone aware of it. Just not just, it seems like it might be happening to seniors more often than it might be happening to uh, other people, but I just don't believe that either. It happens to everyone. Uh, you just don't know because people just don't talk about it. And so I know that it's very prevalent because I know uh, they have been doing a lot of um, in-services and workshops at my local library on that. So it is a very thing. So I think that that might be the next thing that I need to uh, talk about a little bit as well as 
I'm going to bring in a little of my gardening little things there. But I always, when I leave, have my shows, I always want to um, leave with my three L's. And my first L is to live. Make sure that you live. Because to me, these three L's encompass the well-being of the whole person. So you want to live your life. Just live your life to the fullest. Do those things that make you happy and make you make you smile and make you feel good. Okay, so you want to reach out and just enjoy life because life is short. And then the second L is to laugh. Make sure you laugh. Laughter is so good for the soul. So you want to make sure that you laugh. Find someplace in your day to laugh. Uh, I I I, la I, I like laughing. Okay. Um, and I, I, it's several ways. I have several people that send me things. And uh, I like TikTok because it has funny little things uh, on that as well. Because when you laugh, you feel better. And so just find something. And don't forget to laugh about yourself. Remember to laugh about yourself because you know you do crazy stuff too. And then the last thing is to love. Make sure you love. Try to love everyone. And I know that sometimes it's difficult. But the Bible says that you should love everyone. And my grandmother told me you can love everybody, but you have to love them with a love. Uh, some people you have to love with a long wooden spoon. <laughs> and so just keep that in mind. But make sure that you love yourself. Make sure that you uh, love yourself. And so with that being said, I am going to bid you adieu. And I hope to see you next week. I come every week. I was a little, I this week I have a, I had a meeting. And so I was just 30 minutes behind time. But I'm glad that you all decided to come and visit me and spend a little time uh, with uh, me and my guests that uh, comment. You can always comment uh, on this. Don't, don't be afraid to comment. So as I leave, I, I do want to give... Uh, some recognition to some of the people who have um, helped me in my endeavors here. So I will bid you all farewell. Have a great one. Bye-bye.